Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody, welcome to the Biology Report, episode 6. It's, it's titled, John <laughs> the Duke Hastings. I'm Damien Fleming, this is the Biology Report. We're going out through the Aussies win in the second T20 game. Um, we're going to compare some Australian cricketers to WWE wrestlers. Well, we're not going to do it. The Indian um, sports journos were doing it. Patrick Cummins has gone by a lot of bounces in this Ashes series. I think we're all excited about that. Who is hot in the JLT series? We're going to go through our the segment that makes all cricketers and celebrities around the world just a little bit nervous. It's the Bradley Hodge Social Media Self Promoter Award and also our guide to running a pretty quick, efficient T20 series around the world and Hodge's guide to that first day of cricket for the summer and you're in the field for the whole time. But joining me as always, East Sandringham's Greatest player of all time. I don't know much about their history. Bradley Hodge. Good to see you, Hodge. Flemo. Good to be here. Uh, how was that? Uh, the Premiership hangover. We talked about it last week. Yep. You're going back to back. How was day one? Are the plans still on track? Yeah, and we did talk about the Premiership hangover, and it was exactly that. We were missing five of our better players, of course. And we, <laughs> so and, why? Well, we know why, because the poll shows that the Spring Carnival Racing Carnival is coming up, and we know that all of our better players are switched on more to the races than to having 72 overs in the field. Um, so therefore, we played a young team. Yes. And it was a, it was a, it was a nice day. We nearly got called off, actually. Not through rain. Not. How can you get called off anyway but on synthetic, synthetic turf? You just play. <laughs> ah, but it was the run-ups because the council had ra- laid the turf only a couple of days before and um, the bowlers were complaining that under the foot was a little bit, uh, you know, it can't was giving away the, a can't little they bit. Can't those black rubbery mats out? <laughs> Look, I just said I don't run past that section where the <laughs> ground cuts off anyway, so that doesn't bother me, so let's get on and play. We're here to play cricket. If not, let's... So it up and gather up. There's a new Hodge rule. <laughs> yes. There's a Hodge rule. <laughs> yes. You just play. Um, were they listening? Have the boys had to listen to the podcast? They have. They love it. I'll I tell you what, they were a massive fan of the Michael Bevan finish. They loved <laughs> his singing, um, which can happen in the dressing rooms late on a Saturday night yeah. after you yeah. know, consuming of oh, large amounts of VBs, <laughs> I would have thought, or carton drafts. So but we, Michael wasn't a big drinker. Michael. No, he wasn't. No, no, he didn't need to be. He was silly enough as it was. Yes. Um, he went through a bandana stage. Did he? <laughs> he who do you think he was? Axel Rose or someone? <laughs> you know what he looked like? Well, you know who he donated his clothes? Captain Feathersort from the Wiggles. He <laughs> did he really? Right. Because sometimes he'd rock a bandana and red um, Levi's. Well, red Levi's. Maybe it's just good players because Mahalo J. Wardner in his latter part of his career wore uh, a bandana. No, 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 that's the wag batting. Steve I, Smith. I don't know whether they did it after you know, on the disco. Um, Bevo did though. Bevo did. Mm. Wow, that's why he's up there in one of the weird characters of the wonderful world of cricket, and we love him for that. We need to get him on. How's the listeners going? Go, good listeners. Um, we are, We've got we, uh, seven reviews, all five We track it nicely. Um, we really want to try and double our market in Sweden. That's that's what we're trying to achieve. Are people listening this, there? What are we yes, looking at? Yes, we have a listener. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry. We, we have a sole listener in Sweden. Um, we've come to the conclusion that it's a footballer. Okay. I think his name's York Stenvenson. Yes. Um, he's a defender, York. Uh, not sure if he's a good defender or not, but if you can you know, retweet just or, one mate. or get our podcast to his mates, yes. then we're going to have another 12 listeners. We said mate, so I'll be happy with mate. Yeah. yeah. How, many, how many on soccer? Is it 12? 12 11, players? isn't it? 11? 11. 11. Well, 11 plus the backup yeah. keeper. I believe he does bowl <laughs> outswingers as well, Hodge. Good player, York. Okay, thanks for that. Um, and we've got a real focus in episode 6. For our Swedish listener, because a man who I, I looked at um, his family tree, and I believe they played a lot of cricket over there in Sweden, 
in the 1870s. He's a man I first saw in the under-19s when I was coaching at the academy. Hodgie, it was a, a star-studded New South Wales team with uh, Moses Henriquez and Dave Warner and um, Big Jackson Burr was probably big innings back then, but there was a big man, ran into Bolt, and uh, he just went down the left side of the ball, bold, mm. bold innings at that stage, and went, ooh, geez, I wish he could pick up a bit of pace. Opened the batting right. against Tasmania. Yeah. Hit the ball, reminded me a lot of our ex-captain Simon O'Donnell. Okay. Big it's front good. order, yeah. hit down the end, and really been pleased. He's retired from um, Red Bull Cricket. Right. 50-over cricket during the week. Yeah, I'm not and surprised. I'm that. very, very proud of what he's done with his career, saying I first saw him well over 10 years ago. Test cricketer. Yep. Very, very good one-day cricketer for Australia. Um, a much-loved teammate for the Bush Rangers. Can we please put our hands together for the big Duke, John Hastings. Johnny, thanks, boys. Thanks for having me on. I must say I am very honoured to be the first guest it's on the first. Bowlology podcast. We're so. going to have a lot of firsts in the next Absolutely. Month. And, it's and I'll add in more crowd... Applause at that. Well, I'll many, just add that in. How many podcasts are reaching out to Sweden? That's what I want to know. Well, we just feel like we can. You can at least double it. <laughs> uh, did well, you let's have, hope so. Oh, I was joking about it. Um, did you have much family heritage in cricket? Not really. No. Um, my mum actually played indoor cricket. Would you believe it? Um, no, I do though. But what sort of player was she? Uh, I think she was a nuggety opening batter. <laughs> <laughs> Just seeing off the new yeah. ball in yeah, your cricket. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no big so, role for that. No, dad coached under nines and tens and played a bit like that, but it was more sort of, more sort of rugby league. Yeah, no, I can see with your size. It's a, we well, want you. So, what position would you play in rugby league? Is that a prop or something? I was like? a, a second row. Lock, second row. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was, I mean, you know. You just play all sports when you're growing up, though, don't you? Yeah, I would have thought so. Sent our forward for the Hawks would have worked nicely. One of eight. Want to talk about the actual call to retire? Mm. And, and we spoke a couple of days about. It. I know myself going through it. Is I knew it was time, but you train yourself not to give up, mm. and, and to a degree, you are giving up. Yeah. So I really found the phone call hard, even though I knew it was right. What about yourself? Yeah, it was tough. I mean, I hadn't really been around that much over the last few years with the Bush Rangers boys, so. You know, for me to to go in there and tell a tell a group of blokes who mainly I didn't really know or haven't seen too much of because there's been a change because there's been a guard, change in the guard. Yeah. There's a few youngsters coming through, but you know, over the last few years I've had my injury battles like any athlete goes through. Um, but you know, shoulder reconstructions, ankles. Um, but the main one that's really hurt me over the last little bit's probably been my knee, and I wasn't expecting that at all because you know, popping into David Young's surgery and. Um, no, you know, it was like a car crash, wasn't it? It was a little bit, yeah. That's the way he sort of described it to me. But he said, you know, you, you'll have some pain throughout the rest of your career. I wasn't, you know, at that stage yeah. aware of what it was actually going to be like. So, you know, it probably wasn't the the, the bowler that I would have liked to have been um, coming back from that. I tried to get back in the Champions Trophy and, you know, I had a rough time of it in England. Um, and I sort of just come to the realisation when I got home. So by playing, you yeah, just know, just, this isn't right. It's not right. And mentally I was sort of getting down and down around cricket and down around my teammates which I, and, and at home as well. So I, I never really um, had that experience mentally throughout my whole career. So, you know, I decided... Well, what a great alternative, at least these days, you can revert to T20 cricket. You know, guys yeah. like Sean Tate were probably the originator of that. And let's be honest, his body wasn't... Built for that action mm. to play. So at least you've got... How old are you now? You're 31. 31, nearly yeah, 32. So you've got years ahead of weeks. Yeah, hopefully. Well, hopefully the, the, the T20 leagues hold up over the next few years. Mate, but there's old blokes in their mid-40s playing in the mm. Big Bash. Yeah. Yeah. Won't know no. names. Won't know names, like, Bradley. Yeah, yeah. Well, the recipe's right here, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> End of red. Just need the ingredients. So, yeah, I think we are... I remember we actually had a party called the End of Red. Yeah. Um... That was great. Yeah, that so was down in Black Rock. We were wasn't celebrating it? the end of the Red Ball cricket for you. Yes, or, yeah, well done. Because I think we were probably one of the pioneers. I remember Sean Tate. We've talked about this a lot. He got criticised for you know, taking that path um, early, but little did everyone know that the pain that he'd been through and the stresses that yeah. his body'd been through, it was just something which was different. And most yeah. people don't like things that are different or change. But we're going to see it more and more. Um, and we've seen guys even uh, excel. In T20 leagues, Brendan McCullum, who's had a huge impact, yep. and but also had a great impact in the Red Bull Test Arena. But you know, now it's time. It's yeah. time to move to a new challenge, and I think Duke will love it. It's it's exciting. You get to meet a lot of people, um, different cultures, and uh, 
and you get to spend some time at home with your family as well, which is yep. what, most important. You're not you're not driving in from Frankston South up to do yeah. a weight session every time at 10 a.m. in the morning. That's it. Yeah, you know, those structures you you'll miss it, mm. but you won't miss it straight away. Um, but and hopefully, I love it. Yeah, you can yeah, add absolutely play for 78 teams like Bradley has. <laughs> yeah. Bradley's yes. got the record. There. Hey, what about? I don't know if this is the pinnacle. I'm just assuming Baggy Green. Yeah, you played one test yep. at the Wacker. But what a one for for a losing test! Mm. What a test, though, with Amazing. Ricky Ponting's last test match. Um, can you talk about the emotion about you getting picked and you're there? It's, it's yeah. the um, you know accomplishing a dream yeah. you, that you had oh, as a kid. Then all phenomenal. of a sudden, how long in it was it then that punter retired? Mm. And then what about the celebrations afterwards? Yeah, well, the celebrations were large, but I'll get to that. Um, it was amazing. Came in, um, we were there two days before. Um, Trained the first day, we got into camp, and then the next day we had an 8 a.m. meeting, which was quite strange, and I had no idea what that was about. I walked in, and um, Punna was standing up in front of the group and looked quite fidgety and nervous, and I thought, oh, no, what's going on here? Um, and then, you know, quite emotionally, spoke his you know, spoke the words, I spoke the heart, so here's my heart racing and feeling emotional <laughs> for Punna, and I'm sort of going, oh, no, <laughs> didn't know whether I was playing at the time. So that was tough to take at the time, and then went to training, um, it was all a bit of a blur. Got there the next morning, five minutes before warm-up. Yep, you're going to play, mate. Congratulations. Oh, and then about two minutes before we are going out to, to bowl, we won the toss and bowled on a little bit of a green tinge at the Wacker. And Pup goes, by the way, mate, you're going to be opening bowling as well. Jeez. Which I hadn't done for about two years for the Bush Rangers. So and, very nervous. And can you tell us, Duke, who presented your cap on that day? It was the great Adam Gilchrist. Um, oh, and it was very, very good. So you're just um, hanging out with superstars. Oh, it was amazing. Absolutely. Absolute superstar. And what, what did Gilly have to say? What was his message? Oh, he, was, he was brilliant. He just said, you know, this has given me everything in my life. Uh, he said, the memories, the friends. I um, hope it does, you know, similar for you. Um, he's amazing. He is amazing. You know, he just hangs out at Google yeah, in America, hangs amazing. out with presidents. Yeah, he? he could run the world. He doesn't even he talk to us anymore, does no. he? No, he did last night, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm a bit dusty. When he does yeah. his best work. When he does his best work, Gilly. That's it. Um, now, Duke, the one wicket yep. that you got in the test match, at least you got one, which is great. Yeah, would have liked great. a few more. But um, can you talk me through who it was and how, yeah. how you got him out? You're right, Hodge. I would have liked a few more. I, I'll tell you what happened before that is I had Hashim Amlar dropped at mid-wicket by Eddie Cow, and I still oh, haven't oh, spoken boy. to Ed five years later. I don't like him. So, <laughs> but I think that. he's very smart. Ed. The, yeah. the one and only Test wicket I got was AB de Villiers. I bowled six overs before lunch. hadn't really looked all that threatening. Um, but and how all big sudden, is that? You know how you said you haven't bowled with a new ball yeah. for a couple of years with the Bush Rangers. People yeah. won't understand the mm. adjustments you've got to make. So yeah. you would be used to coming on with, with not a ball swinging a no. long way, maybe some movement. Yeah. Whereas at the Wacker, it's accentuated, mm. potentially bowling into the breeze, so it's going to swing more. So what was that like? It's a good point because I think my first spell, I was pretty short. I was used to coming in for the Bush Rangers, just bashing away on a length and just trying to make something happen. But at the whack, I really had get to get the ball up there and get him driving. Mm. So had that chat with uh, Billy McDermott and then came back out after the break. And I think it was third ball after the break. Um, swung one out. Yeah. Still probably the best ball I've ever bowled to this day. Nick caught Michael Clark first yes. slip. So yeah, we love that. That was, uh, that was a very big highlight. A, B, to B, yes. Mm. Hey, did you get a test wicket, Hodge? No, no, I only bowled uh, 12 balls, I reckon, in test match here. It wasn't good Any enough to chance? No, I, I didn't even look like it. It was, it, was a, it was a token before the break bowl. You know? Yeah, but I reckon yeah. that's where you should have... Well, you know, I've been a big fan. Yeah, I got yeah, the four for it, the gabble one day on a hot day. Oh, I'm like, can't this bloke bowl me? I'll tell you where I did get four wickets, and that was representing Australia A versus the West Indies. And uh, the yeah. captain at the time was Damien Martin of Australia Anyway, Brian Lara walks into the to the crease, and I left hand. I, I just said to boom. I, I said, Marto, give me the ball. I'll, I'll wrap this guy." Did you it. even know who he was? No, I knew who he was. <laughs> I, I didn't think he was that good. But um, I said, "Give me the ball, Marto, and you know we'll have this guy out done and dusted. Let's get let's get in and have a bat." Eh? So anyway, he didn't think it was a good idea at the time. Anyway, but you're into him. Yeah, and then so we waited about five and a half hours for uh, him to plunder Lara to be on two hundred and fifty-two, <laughs> not out. Anyway, Marlo happened to give me the ball, so he chucks me the ball, 
come on, first ball, Nick, first slip out. <laughs> and I said to Mano, see, you just wasted five and a half, half hours of our life. Yeah. Yeah? You could have given me that five and a half hours ago and we'd be batting by now. But anyway, it was a good wicket. Did you bowl to Brian after that? Uh, Probably not. He's no, your bunny. I don't reckon. One for one. I don't reckon, yeah. <laughs> I don't reckon. But I, the, I wish the, I could say. The that. person that I did like getting the most wicket, or the best wicket that I got, was Ridley Jacobs a bit later on. Um, I don't know why. I just loved Ridley Jacobs. He so couldn't catch him. He hit me out of the ground. <laughs> um, he hit me out of the ground at Georgetown. He was a big hit. Hitter. It's not a big hit there in Guyana, yeah, but he hit me great. out to the ground. But I'll tell you what he had, and I loved him for this. He had some sort of fake... Uh, yeah, limp mm. or coolness to his walk. That <laughs> swagger. I just it was a swagger, swagger or something, and I loved him. And he, he was even my prize week. Did you have a chat to him, Ridley? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that was one of the best parts, actually, going in and talking to the West Indies after the game. We're actually, you know, quite friendly and uh, just listening to some of those legendary stuff with BC. Yeah. And I think Binger was the one that used to go in there and nuff him out properly. <laughs> And yeah. we used just to hang around and tweak Binger a little bit and he'd talk, tell us stories. But yeah, that was great. But um, talking about socialising, is, is it right after that test match, yep. you, you, you're with the South Africans, yep. it's Punner's last game, yep. um, it was just massive. Because I know, so, we talk about Gilly again, he was <laughs> ringing around ex-teammates to get over there. Yeah. And unfortunately, I had a speaking engagement I couldn't go to. So, oh, you know, but Gil was organising, but it was one of the all-time great You missed one of the great... Great celebrations. What was it like being in those South African rooms too? Well, or did they come in your rooms? We went into theirs after they wheeled in they won. 42 uh, bottles of Penfolds Grange personally wow. um, with Ricky Ponnings, you know, wherever he got his hundred, first hundred verses, whoever it was. How many hundreds? You know, 42 of those wheeled in in Louis Vuitton suitcases after that presentation. We then walked in into the middle of a South African fines meeting. So it was, you know, compulsory, skull this and do that or whatever and... Um, that was amazing in itself. So we sat there for about an hour and then it was all back to Gilly's place. He put on <laughs> a bit of a barbecue and um, got pretty late in, in proceedings. Um, I started taking over the microphone. Shane Watson was up there and sang a few songs. Oh, and then What's Watto's go again? Because I've heard him go... You know, he's, he's an okay no, musician, no, <laughs> but don't go ballads. I'll no. tell you what it don't is. Don't go ballads, and he went a bit blues. Ballads. Just yeah. go sing-alongs. Yeah, sing go, go Australian, whatever it is, Cold Jizzle, Midnight Oil, yeah. In Excess, that everyone knows the words for. Advice. But as I've seen Shane sort of go uh, an back emotional ballad. Yeah. Back door, yeah, he's got No, it's the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that sort of music, yeah, that's that too. rubbish yeah. that you're talking about a couple of episodes ago that makes you bowl half follies at 120. Yeah. No, no, no. Phil there Collins, easy lover. Get rid of that. Number 67 off eight of it. So Just after... Just bloody <laughs> Phil Collins. Thanks, Warren. Yeah, sorry. No, so after we'd done that, now, as you mentioned, he was going a bit sort of left of centre, so I went and grabbed the mic off him, said, you know, this one's for you, punter, and yelled out to the whole crowd. After the studs, I've had a few drinks. This is your first this test. This is first test. Ah. So it's, it's all happening, and then... Got to about 2 a.m. I think I had a flight at about 7 and um, I accidentally got locked in Gilly's cellar. And uh, <laughs> the door closed and I was in there. and um, be like was, a bunker, wouldn't you? You could survive for 100 I'll years. I'll tell you what, there? there was some some, uh, some some very big stock down there. Yeah. Was, um, but there was a few missing as I uh, no. was in there for about an hour. Fair so enough. I got locked in there. So how did you get it. eventually out? Did I, think, someone... I think Gil's wife might have come in and... Yeah. Um, you know, Opened up Just the door and said, are something. you okay? I yeah. said, well, I'm good, but, but I'm going to go back out? upstairs. Yeah, I've got to catch a flight. So, And off I went. It was one of the great nights. And mate, so mainly you're playing white ball cricket for Australia. You know, what are your great memories of that? You know, you've talked about some great players you're playing with mm. and, and you get the opportunity to, to play in different conditions, great yep. players as well. Did you have a pinnacle one day cricket-wise for the Australians? You had a massive 2016 personally. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose to do well, um, you know, in 2016 was great. Um, but, yeah, I think across, it's always the the series that you're involved in that you win, that you remember. Um, there was one after, I think it was 2013, Ashes it might have been, at home. No, it was the 2011, I think it was. Yeah. I played the home series. It was, you know, winning that after getting beaten um, by the Poms was massive. Um, and then, yeah, to do well at home was probably the yeah. peak of my career. All those you know, series wins and all that sort of stuff, beating India, um, that's always a, a plus as well. And what about for the Bush Rangers? 
Is it right you only played in one Sheffield Shield win? So you missed a lot of finals with injuries or or being away with the Australian team. I I was surprised by that in the Mm. era that we've had. And we know Cameron White, Bobby Quine, they they won five. They have. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, So what was your one, your win? uh, Mine was 09-10. That was was also one of the highlights. But I think the the best thing in my career is looking back. I don't think the this Victorian side or over the last decade has got the recognition that it probably deserves as yet. I mean, five shields. We yep. add to that four big bash titles before it was the BBL. A lot of one-day finals we lost at home. One-day finals. commentated. Yeah, absolutely. So I think this that period. Successful. And, yeah, and producing Australian players. That's, that's, that's the always the... Yeah, we could do one or the other. Yep. Like we, uh, Victoria could produce Australian players, then we wouldn't win anything. Mm. And then we might win some domestic stuff, but not produce Australian exactly. players. I, I think, wow, the last 10 years yeah, will be looked on as a great, you know, Victorian cricket era mm. that's going to keep coming as yeah. well. You know, now we've got no Hanscom yeah. in the top six and, and, and Maxi hopefully batting number six. You know, we'll we'll produ- always produce enough quicks, Absolutely. finches and... Absolute gun. Yeah. Um, Two twenty-one day cricket. So- but leading into that, our guide to the cricket this week, the Aussies had a win. It feels yes. like they've been in India for for two years, but they've got their second <laughs> win in that twenty-four month period. They uh, second T twenty, the one by eight wickets. India one hundred and eighteen. Jason Berendorf, four for 21. Well done. Uh, Zant's got two for 19. Australia chased it down really quickly. The big Mo smashed 62, not out. Travis Head, 48, not. So great to have a convincing win. And the series alive. The third one's on tonight. Jason Berendorf, of that four, he got it in the first, in, in 12 mm. balls. And um, looking up, like he's had quite an injury play career, but his record in all three forms is very, very good. But I think it's white ball cricket, in particular T20, the in-swing at a roll charmer, that's the type of delivery that gets most... He's a left-arm quick, gets most right-handers out. You know, the forward press, you know, they're worried about the angle across, swings late, they can't hit the ball yep. because their pad's in the way. For me, that's a classic dismissal. And he's got... If his body can hold up, but those early wickets with the wide ball are premium. Any... Look... Any left-arm quick that can swing the ball back into right hand is dangerous. And you know that if you move the ball in any form of cricket, you're dangerous. Um... Berendorf, yeah, well done, first of all, to come in, um, plays his game. Yep. Yeah, has a game beforehand, but it's one over and a token yeah. fixture. really didn't matter. This is where he stood up. I think he's a wonderful, wonderful fast bowler. Um, I've faced him myself in Big Bash, and uh, he's a tough customer to get away. Yeah. And he can certainly develop for Australia um, into you know, other areas of one-day cricket if, we, if his body holds up. Um, yeah, we always talk about the big four of trying to represent Australia, but you know, left arm variety with his ability, his record's outstanding. Um, but then again, the body is there. Well, if Stark is um, injured, I just yeah. go, Wow, we, we've got another left arm swing bowler, it just yeah. balances your attack, yeah. And yeah. we can use him in that, you know, if 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 we're finding that Mitchell's you know, he's, he's you know, working too hard with a, a lot of workload, then. Yeah, let's use these guys. That's what, that's really good management, I reckon. Have you so. faced him at all, Hastings? I have, yep. Yeah. He's got me out a couple of times, the big dwarf. Um, yeah, he's a good, as Hodgie said, you know, he's, he's a crafty customer, swinging in. Anyone that swings the ball, moves the ball, he's uh, very dangerous. But what about the timing for him as well? Yeah. Unbelievable. We've got the big IPL auction coming up in over the next in little India. bit over in India. He's got four for 21 in front mm. of him. He's knocked over a couple of very big players. So. Yeah. He'll be one to watch in that, that auction. Yeah, How big will that be? Oh, it's, it's, huge. it's huge. There's a lot of work that goes into it. And he's, I think he's penciled himself into at least a uh, couple of months on the pine anyway. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Might not get a gig. There's some serious cricketers in that comp. But yeah, um, yeah I would have thought left arm that can swing it. He's going to have some splinters on his backside for a couple of months in the IPL. So well done, Dwarf. He did a good interview. Well, too, he's talked about like what his father was like um, getting interviewed and yeah. sorry you know when he got, told him I'm going to get picked here but one of the Indian journos said um, do you know you look like John Cena <laughs> <laughs> you can see he Jason just goes uh, oh, I think he's a bit bigger than me like yeah. that 
See, if they said that about you, Duke, all 198 centimetres, what are they, 110 yeah, well, 100 kilos of muscle? I've got to get back in the gym, actually, the last more, couple of weeks. Yeah. He could have done. The bald head's a bit more like King Kong Bundy, but... <laughs> wasn't, he big. wasn't he big? Wasn't he big? Uh, the other one I want to talk about was Adam Zampa, who's had a, a tough time over there with uh, getting a game, also bowling to Indian batsmen in their conditions. Yep. But the two wickets that he got, I really liked. Mm. He actually got his leg break to to pitch and move away from Dhoni, got him stumped, and then next ball just the quicker wronging. Yeah, you know, got Jadeja. So, yeah. um, you know, still I think he's a clever white ball cricketer, Zamps, and and maybe getting tested over there might push him to another level. But I certainly like if he can just get his leg break to move a little bit because then. Then you've got more options, isn't it? Like his top is always in play, yep. so is his wrong end. But if you can just get a leg break to move, you, you know, it just gives you another variety. Yeah, really good for the captain of the Melbourne Stars. <laughs> uh, Very good for problem. Adam Zampa to be bowling well. Yeah. And he's, he's, a, he's a tough customer in 2020, there's no doubt. But, you know, where he comes into play and where any spinner comes into play is picking up some early wickets in a T20 game. Yeah. I think that's crucial. Um, but... Uh, very good white ball bowler. Yeah. Um, he hasn't had a greatest couple of weeks, so to come back with a two for 19 and, and have a good contribution is great. Hey, Duke, I didn't, I think, we didn't say that. You know, no. One of your main roles yeah, now is absolutely. you are captain yes. for the Melbourne Stars, so yeah. well done on that. So, Thanks, so thoughts on Zamp and also the captaincy, mate. I love the, I love the part where Tim Payne, you know, he got a rev up from Tim Payne yeah. and said, you know, looking from afar... Uh, watching the last bit of the one-day series, it just didn't look like Zance was himself. He normally, that's that's what he is. He's a competitive bloke. He takes well to setbacks. You know, if he gets bombed for six a couple of times, you always know he's got that presence, mm. and he'll come in and he'll try and deliver his skill again. But you know, Payne thought that that was lost, and I probably does he thought take that it well because then he got after the Jadeja one, he had Payne in a headlock. Yeah, see, but that's that's he's a, <laughs> he mustn't have taken Compared it too well now, out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he would have said a bit of that, but I'm glad Timmy gave him a rocket. But as you mentioned, I, I think if you can add absolutely ripping that leg spin to his arsenal, he'll be very very hard to stop. But what about the captaincy, Melbourne Stars, mate? Must looking be forward very to exciting. it. Yes, it is very exciting, Flem. It's um, I haven't really played too much for the Stars over the last few years through injury. We missed the whole summer last year. Um, but our list is pretty good. We've added Benny Dunk, so that's going to be huge for us. We'll talk um, about Dunk in we'll a We'll talk about well, him in a controversy little Controversy is following everywhere. Uh, let's everywhere. be honest. How has he made his way to the Melbourne Stars? That's another good question. To well, the talk strikers about our didn't chairman want of selectors over here. Strikers didn't want him. He, strikers didn't want him. No. He was, our, he was our best run scorer last year. Sign him for more than one year. <laughs> So I need for more than one year. We're, we're going to get more we'll than management. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Do that. Look yeah. at that. Did you, get him, for his, like, did you get him for his bowling? Or is we're going to talk oh, about no. him in a minute. He's um, the classic so, all-rounder. Hey, boys, so it's on tonight. Hopefully, the, imagine if we just win the T20 series. Oh, be yep. Get home, start playing some shield there's, cricket. I think Mark Wall... Just on that, though, Flynn, there's two other guys that had serious contributions in that in that fixture with Moses Enriquez, the coolest name in cricket that we came up with last week. What about... Is it... Was it Marnus Labashang? Ah, Labashang. Yeah, well, he must change. Yeah. yeah. Well, he hasn't represented Australia. Well, I want so um, Marnus and Mo batting together. I'd love to call that. Okay, pretty cool. But the other one was so Mo ended up with sixty-two and Travis Head got forty-eight. These two guys, I think, may come into consideration for uh, Test spot number six. Number six. Yeah, I reckon. Um, and. And it's yeah, more, both of them the, can turn the, the over six is more well. for their batting, isn't it? Yeah, like no their doubt. bowling's handy, yeah. and and Mo's bowling's dropped off, but it's he's clever. Yeah, yeah. And and Trav can bowl overs as well. Yeah, like Maxwell like. Yeah, I think they I think if they continue with this good form, they're they're a chance. Definitely. Well, what I like is there's 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 shield rounds. Yeah, I think it's that tight, and with the keeping, it'll just get down to who's the overall package, who's who's in form. Well, it's a shootout. That's how close it's a shootout. It's a shootout. It's, it's basically the pressure's on, so it's a pressure situation. You perform, you're more than likely going to get picked. Hey, who's hot in the JLT series? Been a lot of hundreds. That doesn't surprise me. Um, Maddow's Nick Madison scored two, but there's hun- Sean Marsh has been belting them everywhere. Cameron White, well, they could name the series after White, what he's done <laughs> yeah. the last 10 yeah. years yeah. in domestic so They ran out of Momo's, you know, last <laughs> few and barbecues he's from Matador. I'm, I'm not sure there'll be enough accountants in JLT to look after Cam's tax returns. Well, if Cam White did sponsor the series, what, what would the man of the match 
Well, what would it be from the oh, big bear? Just I reckon the bear would have a bit of fly fishing. It'd or? have to be a fishing trip. A day out in the bay, catch a snapper and... Fishing and trip. Jew could, uh, could do it as well. It could be one of the recycled lawnmowers he's got in his shed from the Matador. Because <laughs> he's got 102 of them. Yeah, yeah that's I it. I like that. So hundreds everywhere. Um, wickets, uh, Tremaine and many, they're all over yeah. 10 wickets there. But yeah. uh, just a couple of things that the sweepologist, Alex Ross... Yep. 32 off, one over. Nathan Liner bowled really well, started well, and he took him down. The sweepologist, Rossi, is he someone... You know you pick horses for courses. Yep. Next time we go to the subcontinent, he sweeps everything. Is it... I mean, he has to have scored a certain amount of runs in shield cricket, yeah. but is, yeah. is there a spot for someone like that in the subcontinent? Yeah, look, possibly, absolutely. But the thing is, I don't think he had a great se- uh, season last year, which put, no. probably would have yeah. hurt him. But if he starts off the way he's done in this GLT, the problem is, you know, that's the problem with the scheduling, is that you know, it, coming down the track, we actually forget what he did last year as well. Um, but he's a dangerous customer, for sure. And I think that in the white ball, he needs to probably understand what his role is. You know, where he bats in T20 for the heat's also important. He, he can't. He's a yeah. sweet freak, mate. He's, a he's sweet addicted freak. to the <laughs> sweet. You need yeah. someone there going, mate. You've got to, you've got to go through a program. You've got to sweep as anonymous. <laughs> you must, there's no point having a cover mid off for him. Just no. have everyone on the onside on the fence <laughs> and, and see if you can. On reverse sweeps, you just need them to square the wicket. You don't need anyone I'll in front of you. He's a pom hiding in an Aussie's body. Yeah. They, they love do. A they love do both ways. Who else is hot? Big well, trick. I've got a bone to pick with Hodgie because I think it's his predominantly his fault oh. for starting off one of the great trends. Now, Billy Dunk, as we affectionately know him, he's going to be the star's enforcer this year, but I yeah. think it's down to this man sitting next to me. Why? Well, he's, he's the one that started him off on his bowling career. Oh, jeez. Dodge? Yeah, well, I, I did... I did actually give him a bowl. So he's keeping it a floppy, so all the keepers yeah, hate, him. They hate And him. now you started bowling him, and I looked up. He got three for 14. I looked up. I bowled for Victoria for 12 <laughs> years or 13 years, and my best line is three for 25. He's beaten that already. He's got three for 14. What have you done? Well, I, I think I've just made him trendy. Uh, <laughs> and what he is, he's the ultimate under 12A's player. Yeah. Bat, bowls and keeps. Yeah. Does he bowl a bit like under 12 it's, cricket? He does, What it is, he? it's it's new junk. It's great. Um, <laughs> new junk. And, and look, we, I, I tried to manufacture something because we were... We were really short of spin options at the uh, the strikers last and year. And you're past your peak. <laughs> um, and I'm not buying that. <laughs> uh, anyway, Billy didn't have the gloves. And um, Dunky just said, what do you think of them? And I said, look, they're absolute junk, but it can work. <laughs> so they're, let's they're, have a go. How much would be fear of getting out to him? Well, I faced Mark Taylor once. Mark Taylor had the worst bowling action I've seen in any yep. form of cricket. Uh, myself and Paul Rifle are batting. We can't win a one day, and he brings himself on, and I, I was scared. I'll tell you what. I mate. didn't want him to have bragging rights. I'll tell you what's going to happen though. If the captain of Melbourne Stars been, brings Ben Duncan yes. while I'm batting anywhere, I'm not going to be scared. Go on. I'm going to be thinking. Are we talking shootout? Oh yeah, I'm happy. Bring it on. We want a I'm big gonna, bash shootout. I'll bring him on for one over and see. Can how you goes. please do it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hodge, you made a big call there. Um, what about Nifty Nev? <laughs> A record eight dismissals. That's incredible. I know a lot of the time the bowlers have to create the opportunity, mm. but um, that's not going to hurt his reputation going into into shield cricket as well. Not Fine wrong. keeper Peter Neville. No, he's he's, he's, a, good, he's, he's a good gloveman. There's no doubt yeah. about that. And and when he got dropped from Australia, they knew that he was a good gloveman. It was just that they probably expected a fraction more from his bat. Um, but uh, he didn't miss too many chances at all. Um, good keeper, good player, good bloke. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think he'll be definitely in there. But what eight dismissal says is that how good's the blue bags bowling? Yeah, That's what it good. says. Um, they're a gun side. Yeah. Uh, in any form of cricket. And, um, you know, when we were up there for the JLT doing some coaching with Victoria, we looked at their second, second side yeah. sitting on the bench and thought, wow, <laughs> what a gun crazy. side. Um, absolutely. And one of the other things that has happened yesterday, Flem, I think, is um, young Will Sutherland. He's uh, 17, years, 17 of years of age, making his debut uh, as an all-round package for, for Victoria. Um, it's pretty big, but apparently, from all reports, his first sort of five or six overs, he didn't look out of place at all. 
Um, so he's taken to that quite well. So let's get something straight. You were blaming me for Dunkey. <laughs> are, are, are you taking all credit for Will Sutherland getting a game? Stepping aside with your injury? Bringing another all-rounder into the Victorian frame? Well, James, the father, who runs well, pretty straight, did he tap you on the shoulder and go, listen, mate, um, trying yeah, to move on. Absolutely. I've got I, a nice, I wouldn't mind seeing well, my son bowl. Because James played for the Bush Rangers. Absolutely. Well. That's probably why I got a nice message from him saying thank you very really much for moving on, John. Maybe, son's, maybe, son's maybe James saw the adjustment ledger and thought it's time to filter some of that back into the, the family. Get him in for a game. Well, yeah, I've heard absolutely. you flew over and presented the cat. Well, I, I would have been asked. Stay in there. Well done. But only 17 years of age, um, obviously hasn't played a lot for Pran. I think what we're hearing is more batting. All round. Yeah, he got but 50 looked, last game. I looked at his bowling, though. You know, there is some explosiveness there. Mm. But um, he did bat down, but batted below Sid's, but that might yeah. have been because of the, the match scenario. Yeah, possibly. I mean, Sid's got a few runs the other night and nearly got us home. So that's two close games now. Does he bat well the other so, night? Yeah, he's, he's, he's loving it. I spoke to him the other day. He's just loving being back out there and, and being a part of it again. He's worked so hard to get himself back. Yeah. So Getting wickets too. Summer. Bit of vegan oh, venom this summer. He's happy. He's going to live in Black Rock shortly, so <laughs> life could be... Life life could. Could. Yeah, it's pretty close. <laughs> Jeez, you're just becoming a little bit of a community down there. We are, not we? Aren't you? Oh, and, and Do you see Punter, Ricky, ponting? No, uh, he's never home, Punter. He's yeah. more Brighton. We're, we're Black Rock. Uh, we're a community. Yeah, community. Brighton's... Yeah. You have to get a passport. Every man for himself. I don't Brighton. think I'm allowed to go in Brighton. No, uh, Okay, just another one on the JLT. Should there be a runs tax at the North Sydney Highway? Excessive runs at a great pace, flat pitch, short boundaries. I'm saying... Take twenty percent off the front. Oh, I, I think so. I think. What's it like it, as a bowler there, Drew? Oh, I played take, there years ago, but it's got even worse. I would love them to take. Say, my economy over the last few years has gone up by about one point five. I reckon. And how much would Sydney. you put that to the North Sydney Freeway? Oh, majority of it, hundred percent. So I love, I love the <laughs> venue, Hodge. We yeah. played there as well on a Sunday, sunny day. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, great venue. Put a little bit of moisture in it just to give opportunities yeah. there. I think but, that's what it um, is. That's good for the spectators. But overall, the more game. Oh, we played there, must have been about 1991. We bowled first. Move knocked over um, a guy called Stephen Small, yep. who was, it was a real slot back then. I knocked over Tubby Taylor for a duck, so they're two for none after two. Surprising. Decent so play. we're in swinger. Yeah, in swinger. Not surprising. To tub. It's an in swinger, mate. <laughs> Can't cut that. <laughs> <laughs> so the two for none. I remember the chat was, oh, mate, we'll, we're, we're at the pub by four. The two wars come out. Oh, no. They both got hundreds. Oh, I've never no. seen anything like oh, it. No. And um, so they scored 330. So back then, that was about 100 runs more than normal. Yeah. We didn't get any. It was a game we actually decided, and you know he would have taken this well. We didn't play Darren Berry, oh. our wonderful keeper. We went with Darren Ramshaw. Darren Ramshaw, I remember this. To yeah. add to the batting. Yeah. Ram kept 60 balls to Paul Jackson. <laughs> didn't tackle ball. No. <laughs> oh, no. Jacko didn't get past the ball. And I knew we were in trouble. Tony Dodder made. I reckon he was halfway through his run-up. I reckon Steve Wall was already halfway down the pitch. He had a six. I reckon that was... It hit the fence on the full, but I reckon yeah. it stayed that height <laughs> the whole way. He hit it that hard. But I had this little great little day, though. Everyone's getting slogged. I used to bowl at the start and the end. So then we got a couple of wickets late. I come on again. Meanwhile, yeah. you know the tree down at, I don't know what yes. tree it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm under that. A mate's there giving me cokes, and I'm just watching the cricket. <laughs> Nothing's coming to me at fine leg because they're all hitting in <laughs> front of the wicket. And then I pick up a little, like, just a nice little three for 30 at the oh, end, like that sort of stuff. That so is... that's my, if, I don't know, it's not the guide oh. to it. Um, just, just get down at fine leg. Oh. Get a couple of the new ball, come oh, out at the end. Isn't did it? you did you walk off and say, look, what were the other four fast bowlers doing today? I, I think our coach is Lee Stillman. I said, he would have done that. He goes, I like your bowling. I don't know about the other guys. <laughs> but it's a nightmare because oh, you've had massive scores, four hundreds yeah. chase down. Yeah, I remember a day there where I had oh, none for forty or five. So you, at, at North yep. Sydney at that stage, not too bad. Uh, ended up bowling nine overs for ninety. Oh, so <laughs> so when was your ninth over? Was it? To finish out the it innings? It was to finish out the Oh, innings. so there was no chance of 100. No. You don't want to raise your ball for 100. I always yeah. said if there was 100, I'm retiring, that's it. I'm yeah. 
Yeah. Mickey Lewis is a world record holder. Yeah. That, yeah. That's a good one. That's he doesn't okay. care. Well, at least he gets talked about Mickey, doesn't he? Yeah, well, he does. But Hodge, should we have a tax at North Sydney? No, I, okay. look, because Duke Very needs cool. to, he needs to accept this. And the reason being <laughs> is that any T20 mercenary has to, has to probably align itself with a local club. Now, the yeah. local club which Duke's close to is going to be a Karingle Career Club. Yes. Karingle. It's tiny. Oh, no. So he'd better get used to some taps, especially in that league, <laughs> yeah. if he's going to play. So. It would be some good day. What about his batting? He'll hit a lot of sixes there. Well, it's, it's on mats, so he's oh, going to have to... No, it's on synthetic... T- yeah, she's going to have to adjust. Really bounce. You're going to have to adjust. It'd be like you're batting at the whacker there. and you got you got 32, I think, in your test yeah. match, so you might be well yeah. equipped for yeah. it. Um, but that's something that... Sh- He'll have to look at adjusting to the smaller venues. Are you surprised by you're an originator? You, you can play for East Sandy and and still play in the bash. Are you a bit disappointed, Bobby Quiney didn't take the option to just go down to Washington Park in that in that association. Yeah, I was, was playing at St Kilda. Yeah, right I, well, he must be taking some coin out of St Kilda. Right? <laughs> I think they pay He's a community a man, Bobby. He is a yes. community man. Um, and I would have thought the captain would have been happy for him to you know play yeah. out at Washington Park just More as long as happy. he gets his work in before Big Bash. Um, but he, yeah, there must be some sort of back payment going into Bobby's. Yeah. I will follow he might, be, we'll mowing, follow he might be mowing the turf down there at the junction oval, <laughs> feeding that money. Well, back we might make him our second first guest. Well, is it off cuts? Is it yeah. off cuts? Off cutters, yeah. yeah. Off cutters. Oh, no, he's cutters. working hard with that. I've got oh, yeah. him in the city. Absolutely. Is DC in that, Dan Christian? Yeah, as Dan well. Chris and Petey Hanscom, they're all in it together. So well, I'm not sure see, how many. I reckon they're Petey's giving up after you just led your pay today. You reckon? Or would they be getting the big mowers? Yeah. Like a drive around. They're going to hire a few more people, I think, after What about JLT scheduling? We come up with that every year what's the what's the ideal scenario for, for state cricket because we're, we're big state cricket um believers we, we want, i still think it, it actually produces you know just it's not some even the skill and all that it's it's the competition state versus state that um i think prepares you for the next level what what do we do with it can it can it move to another time and get more relevance what do yep. we do with shield cricket because yep. the big bash is just it's going to keep creeping out but I still want to see premium state cricket play. I'm with you, Flem. I think, you know, any time that they've tampered with it over the last few years, it's sort of, it's gone down by a game almost every year. And the boys want to play as much as they can in domestic level. Um, but I think if domestic cricket is strong, then Australian cricket is strong. So you have to look at it. I know the next few years there's going to be some challenges in trying to expand the big bash and also, you know, trying to fit in domestic cricket. But I think one thing you can't do is, is tamper with the shield. That is, you know, the boys love playing in a Shield final. Um, they love playing the home and away series. So what I'd like to see happen is try and fit it in maybe at the, at the end of the Big Bash for, for the JLT. Try and fit it in there. So that would be round one? It would be round one. Okay. Yep. So get four or five rounds in then. Yeah. And then the second part is at the start of the next summer. Yeah. And that's out of the way. You play it while the tests are on, or pre-test series and during the test. So if there's any injuries, you're ready to go. Yep. So what would you do with the JLT then? So the JLT, well, you could you could split that up into two parts as well, um, which is I think that's what they're going to have a look at in the next little bit. But so early, October, I just I'd, early whatever February. you do with the JLT. I know it's hard fitting in with scheduling. It's a tough gig. I'm not saying it's not, but just extend the games and have a home and away, or you know at least give. Our fans, something that they haven't seen over the last five years, and getting games back in the Yeah, Junction Oval on, on a Sunday, Sunday afternoon will be absolutely pumping. Look, so, I'm, I'm, I'm the Brad Hodge stand. Yeah, I want to sit in the Brad Hodge stand. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm not a fan of the block. I, I mm. think that uh, those boutique grounds like North Sydney Junction, Allen Border Field can really be used on a Sunday afternoon after a Shield game. Attract some attention. Yep. Uh, attract yeah, some it. crowd. Um, I would have thought that venturing down with your family at a junction over on a Sunday watching some you can hear what serious the players cricketers saying, run around spot on. Uh, is a good day out. And I don't think playing at North Sydney on a Tuesday afternoon is really getting anyone revved up, especially us in Victoria. Mm. There's not a lot of publication about or reporting about what's happening in the JLT in the newspapers. Yep. We need to bring that love back, I reckon. Um yep. I know our good friend Torch McDonald has suggested that we break the Shield season up um, because Big Bash, we basically, our players are governed by external coaches who are not in our system, Mm. don't know our players, but that's their time to shine. So 
you lose your own players for you know five to six weeks of the year, which is it's not ideal. No. Um, so we can come up with him. His theory was let's play, let's play four to five games from February through to March. Yeah, which I was yep, talking about. Exactly yeah. what you're yeah. saying. Stop the game. Yeah. Have a rest, come back and see how you go. I reckon it's yeah. worth looking at, boys. Uh, what about uh, Benny Stokes uh, update? He's not coming with the team. Obviously, they've got to wait for the investigation to go through there. Steve and Finn's been added. Mm. Steve Wall come out and said they Poms cannot win without Ben Stokes coming over. I'm not sure they'll win with him, but it's certainly easy to beat them without Ben Stokes. Yeah, and have I you mean, got any alternative players that you would bring out? Yeah, having seen, having played in the in England for the last few years, um, I was up at Durham, so I did play a lot with Stokesy. And um, so, what's look, it like? Uh, uh, look, that was an ugly incident, and yeah. you know we don't like to see that at all in in any walk of life. But from from what I've always seen of him, he's been a you know he's, he was a well he is a, a family man. Looks takes care of his family. Okay. Um, you know, he's, he's one of those teammates that you love to have in your team because he's he plays a gun so hard. cricketer, isn't gun he? cricketer. Um, but for him, it's a, it's a pretty sad story at this stage. I mean, you know, everything or every movie he does now is going to be scrutinised. And you know, I think he was over in France lately at Josh Butler's wedding and videoed over there or something. So it's it's an ugly scene for him. Um, but I do reiterate what Tugger's saying. There is that I don't think they can win without him. He's is is the glue that holds them together. He's the toughness he's that winner. they need. He's a match winner. Um, so who to replace him? Don't think they have too many all-rounders coming through. But one guy, there's there's a, there's the Overton brothers that play for Somerset. Um, so either one of those could probably come in. But it's not. It's going to be nowhere near the class. No, that sort of hedge their bets a bit. I mean, Bearstow's like an all-rounder. Ali's mm. still, I think, more batting all-rounder. Yeah. Uh, Wokes is a good cricketer, good more cricketer. bowling all-rounder. Yeah. So they they'll be trying. We talked about before the worry. I think we're talking about Hodges. Three of their top five. We don't even know if they're up to test level. No. no. That's no, a concern. They're, they're going to nick yeah. Joshy Hazelwood straight oh, to the second yeah. slip, I would have thought, most of the time. Yeah. So it's a bit of a damner for the series, I reckon, because they've pumped it up that much and, and missing a superstar like, like Stokes really helps. Oh, yeah, it takes away. Yeah. It won't take away the victories if we win, but it will certainly help us. Mm. Um, we probably need a victory or two. Um, it's funny, like, we sometimes you commentate and you want a competitive series, but... I reckon for eighty percent of the cricket loving mm. fans, you know, they want they want five nil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, know, you talk about oh it'd be good to be two all going the Sydney test and all that five sort of stuff. Nil. Whereas you talk to most of your mates at the cricket club, they're going, nah, let's beat them five nil. Yeah, absolutely. All right, five nil then. Yeah, no worries. Um someone who is getting a trancing, uh, Bangladesh who we said are emerging team at home, South Africa are just absolutely smashing them and they're gun quick Rabada again. I mean, I was so impressed with him out here last summer. So He's fifth youngest ever to take 100 test wickets. He's got 100 test wickets at 21 already. It's his third 10-wicket haul in 22 tests. That's hard to get 10-wicket hauls. But I remember watching last time, last year, a couple of deliveries. You know, the way he knocked over Usman Khawaja in Perth. So hitting the spice of the bat quite hard. But his effort ball, his effort full ball, it doesn't mm. even have to be a, a perfect Yorker. It's already done them for pace. Mm. And he can do it with the new ball and reverse. And he looks like he's got that repeatable action that he can bowl a lot of overs. So if they can just have enough around him, he's going to be a superstar for the next 10 years. Yeah, that spell was unbelievably good, yeah. actually, when he got that wicket and then uh, his skipper walked in as yeah. well and he had him, had him under the pump earlier. Yeah. Um, I think Finchie talks about this guy as, as being one of the better fast okay. bowlers in yeah. the world. He doesn't like Does. to face him. He's quick. He moves the ball, he's got a strong action, and he's got a good bumper. Yeah. And he that's pretty bro- complete. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's exactly what you're after. Yeah. He's a complete package. He's got the presence as well when you face him. I've faced him a couple of times in one-day cricket, and it's he's on you quick. I mean, it's a heavy ball, and as as you mentioned, I think he could be a superstar in the years to come, definitely, if, he's, if his body stays fit. I mean, that's, that's half the battle with all the young quicks coming through, but he's definitely one that's right up there. No, he'll be there for years. Okay, uh, talk about superstars. One of the Bush Rangers greats and Australian greats, Dean Jones. Um, not nominated for the self-promoter. I don't know yet. You've got that coming up. He's coaching Afghanistan. He made a big announcement how pumped he is and all that sort of stuff. And there was a there was a fair bit of public support, um, except for Mark War, who said, well done, uh, was there just the one applicant? <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, he's the social media antagonist. Yes, he certainly is. He's the shooter, Mark. I'll tell you what was funny because Junior then uh, got a response from Dino saying that, looks, and you should just concentrate on picking the right <laughs> side. That was before they won this T20. And then what was also funny is the spin off from that was the, uh, the local punters, um, you know, were nailing. Both of them. <laughs> which both of them yeah. would hate. Yeah, um, you know, and, and which was quite funny. Um, and, and then later on down the track, Dino had to put out a tweet saying, no, no, listen, me and Junior no, okay. are great friends. We get along well. And then Junior had to reply the same as well. So oh, it was pretty great. funny stuff, actually. That but, uh, yeah, good luck with that, Dino. I think they're playing against Hong Kong. Uh, Hodgie, it's time for... Well, some nervous people. Every time we pump out this episode, yep. they're going, please don't be me this week. <laughs> Social media, self-promoter, uh, award, far away, big fella. Yeah, I'll tell you what we've got. We've got some new nominations as well, um, which is great. Uh, I'm going to start with a gentleman named Reese May, who we don't know him as a superstar in the cricket world. No. But Reese has sent me a, a, a Twitter feed to say that, look, in D grade, they normally retire at 50, so he's playing D grade. Um, he hit six sixes and four fours, but he was just saying pure self promotion is that after he returned later on to score a quick 520. So he just wanted to put it out that how good he was. <laughs> Reese, there's boats there. Reese, well right. done. Um, so that's an actual self promotion. Self promotion. It's a self promotion. <laughs> Which we love. double points. So that. we double. love from Reese May. Well done. Uh, speaking of weddings, um, is going to be a uh, a pommy summer. So an honourable mention to Josh Butler gets some mentions, thanking the McCann bespoke tailoring with photos of his suits walking out for his wedding. Um, this is what we this is what yes, we like. So we know that self promotion. As soon as you put the word thanks Thank in you. there, yeah. that's free. Or I yeah. just want to thank. That's yes, free. That's that's free. <laughs> Um, Check so, out. D- 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 yes. Oh, so well plenty. done, Joss. Uh, Suresh Rayner's also got a, a mention. Um, we have had Suresh for, uh, before. Good friend of ours, actually. Good friend. You've played with him. Nice played with him a couple of times. Uh, both both have. Yep. And yeah. he was the captain of uh, the Gujarat Lions for the last two yes. seasons, which I coach. Um, Suresh is just putting out a selfie of himself. Um, just explaining that he wants to test the trend of a selfie on his new iPhone 8. Oh, oh my wow. god! So he's got an iPhone eight. Yes, has he? so he's promoting his new iPhone eight. Oh. So he's lucky enough to have one, but also the self promotion. What was the, the little quote there? Just checking. Just the... ex- exploring the trend Rish. of the selfie. So no, that's, yeah, that's he's okay. just, Wow. Million viewers, uh, a ten million actually, Suresh. Ten million followers on Twitter. Ooh, iPhone eights um, would be sold out, I would have thought, in the Gujarat area. Yeah, and absolutely. A return of our good friends, not KP this time, but Dean Jones. He has made it. <laughs> he not has made years, it. He has made it. Um, sending out a tweet and a picture of the Afghan cricket team. Uh, he's just saying that okay, we've just started the basics. Hashtag running between the wickets. Yeah. So he's teaching this group of individuals. I've seen them play. They're a good team. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not under 12s and they don't need to learn how to run between the wickets, which it's it, which got a nice response from L.A. Shah, actually. What did he say? He said, oh, my God, I'm sure they're bored less already. <laughs> And the next one, I saw it, they had the cradle there. I'm going, Dino, that's insane. We haven't seen the cradle for 25 years. And wasn't he also known for his running between the wickets? So so is there a double self-promotion there? So, Yep, but however, there's a huge one. Yes. There is a huge one from uh, not the cricket fraternity, but the football fraternity. The great Warwick Kappa. The Wiz. The Wiz. Has tweeted in abusing us, Flem and Duke, uh, explaining that surely Warwick Kappa gets a mention each week. He wants a mention on this <laughs> podcast each week. He said the Wiz is on very good terms with him. <laughs> <laughs> and I did say to him, man, he's a Sydney Swans legend. He kicked well, the hundred goals, I think, yeah, in that's seven yeah. there and. We know that he doesn't mind it, but I mean that—that's uh, that's a challenge that's for us. Huge. I mean, oh, I'd said to him, "Can you recreate one of your marks or something like that?" And 
I think we're going to see a lot from the Wiz in the, oh, in the weeks he, to come. Has he, so he grown into his shorts that he used to wear? Weren't they a bit, they a bit big? I was in the Qantas club with him, and guess what? He was still wearing the shorts. <laughs> no, he can't get them off. I thought there's a dress code supposed to be here. He can't get them off. You can't no. wear sandals, but you can wear... <laughs> what were they? Yeah. Anyway, Flem, oh, the, uh, there's five nominations for us this week, so that's positive. Right. Have, we got a, have we got another little one from our guest here or not? Oh, I did, but I can't really top that, but... Uh, no, the, the one, the one that I had was um, from young Sebastian Gotch. Oh. Um, this and this was he's a confident oh, young fellow. He's a Doing confident well, young too. man. He's put a tweet up of his bats and all that, thanking his sponsors. So that's that's okay. Oh, and, you no, know, that it's it's self promotion in itself. But the best thing was, I actually saw a video that the Bushrangers put up on their website. Was him smacking a shot over the top, sounded crisp off the bat, held the pose. Knew the camera was in his eye line, just to the left there, probably at you know a silly mid wicket. Looked at it and winked at the camera oh, as if to say, "That is unbelievable." Dude, so that has to be up there, I think. That is, that's that's unbelievable. I love it too because you just dobbed in your stars, teammate. Exactly. Well. Um, but we want that. We, we love that. Dobbing in because I can't stand for that. I'll just give some one voters. Um, I think Josh Butler's just a one voter. Yep, I'll go one. with Trish Rayner for one vote. Um, even though they might be one, they get double because they're, they're double um, voters. So I'll, I'll go two to Reese. Yep. And Dino two votes. The Wiz is three, and I'm, I'm I think he, we're going to keep talking yeah. about him. Yeah. But that's yeah. the third time Dino's voted, so he, he's on top. <laughs> yeah, serial. And Gotchi. We haven't given it. I don't think we've done a four voter before. He, he's getting four votes. Yeah, and, 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 and more of it, please. Yeah. Yes, more. Don't and worry, and do you know what? Good. I've seen this video. And it's, <laughs> You're excited, Bob. Yeah, because I know that I, I know how cringeworthy it is. So if we get it out there and yeah. go to everyone in social media, this is the type of thing that we want yeah. to get on top yeah. of. Yeah, I think so. So well done, Gotchi. Four votes there. Okay, our guide to, I've got a quick one, a guide to running a, a quick, efficiency sort of T20 series. Um, and we're hearing that T20 cricket, uh, T10 cricket is coming in. And I'm starting to think, God, well, how low can we go here? How quick can we go? Well, I'll tell you how quick we can go. The South African T20 Global League, how well did that go? Went pretty quick. Well, it didn't drag on. Yeah, I'm thinking the pods didn't drag on. Yep. There wasn't too much controversy. No conflict. Um, nah. You know, it probably didn't end up costing a lot of money. Because no. um, it didn't start, lads. Oh. It didn't start. It didn't oh, they're selling the, the Were franchises. you in that one, too? I wasn't, but it was a possibility that I might have been going over. But, yeah, it's disappointing. But the guide to running a quick one is actually don't, don't run have it. it. No, don't, don't <laughs> have it. It's done. So hats off to the South African. They lost their CEO. What they didn't have any TV. So I mean, I mean that that's um, you know for for time poor cricketers, T Twenty comps that don't go ahead. I mean they they could play a hundred of those a year. Yeah, if you still got paid. But for on it. a serious <laughs> note, my my concern is how many T Twenty competitions can can we? Um, what is sustainable in the world now? I'd, I'd I'd imagine most of the big countries would all all love to have a financial T20 series that makes a lot of money. But, you know, we've got the IPL, we've got the Big Bash going well, we'll see where the England one goes. Um, but how many can be financial, financial viable um, mm. going into the future? How much TV money is there? Um, oh. And then do, do, do the other nations just lower their expectations a little bit going, yes, we need to run a t- domestic one, but let's just... Try and make profits, yep. but but we're not going to make the tens of millions, and it's not the gold mine that it, that it has been so far for the IPL or, or Big Bash. What do you guys yeah. think? Yeah, well, I'm just running through the leagues now: England, uh, India, IPL, Australian Big Bash, PSL, Pakistan, Bangladesh Premier League, um, CPL in the West Indies. You know, South Africa has just come and gone. Yeah, I'm just nervous about what the differential is between all these leagues we were talking about it before that you know, the one great thing about Big Bash is it runs in a good timeline over Christmas period um, not too many overseas players Indian Premier League we know it attracts every superstar around the globe 
I just think that we're going to run into the same players in every competition. I know that... That's not ideal. No, no not ideal. So you knew that, you know, Brendan McCullum and so forth were going to be in this South African league. Yeah, they'll probably end up... Well, it's going the same guys, yeah, isn't it's it? the same guys. So you know good players are good players. Um, IPL are always going to protect their, their, their product. Um, I'm just thinking, what's going to be a differential? We, we, you know, we joked about. Well, uh, do you think you know with the big bash? I yeah. think the domestic players are the product, mm. and and yeah. the overseas are the icing on the cake because there's only two. Yeah, I like it. So, so you're developing your own talent. You're getting um, with only two. You've got to be really, really right with who you get over here. They're generally hungry. Um, it's nice to have at least one big name and, and, and at least a, another one yeah. who's just a really good contributor there. Yeah. But the base and the Australian players don't play a lot. No, so no. the strength is the actual teams and the domestic players. Well, you'll know, Duke, as mm. you know, is that most players come home from every T20 tournament going just one week too long. Yeah. So is that going to happen if we expand Big Bash League? Is, yeah. is the mm. product at a perfect state right now? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I know for a fact... All Westerners go away and they just say, probably just one week too long. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, just says that people are trying to cram in too much. But once yeah. again, going back to my positive about the South African Global League, <laughs> the cricketers that come back didn't say no. it went a week too fresh. long. Fresh. No, it didn't fresh. go for a week. Hey, what about you? <laughs> Hodgie, what about your guide to, you pumped up, a little bit of pre-season club cricket, um, first day of cricket, you're excited, you're a batsman, you're yeah. over 35, you're going, bring it on. Just yeah. even a 50, I don't even need a 100. But you actually spend the first day in the field. Oh, What's your advice for, like, particularly for the blokes over 30, or the ladies yeah. over 35 years um, of age? Well, as I said, the smart guys have just called it a day till after the derby and the cup <laughs> and, and all that's done. Um, the spring <laughs> carnival. Yeah, they've, they've done the smart thing. I, look, I think the guide is... If you can get your, if you can seriously get yourself into a half decent physical shape, get some miles under your legs, and it might just be a two or three k run, you know, leading up to that. Because standing on your feet oh, for seventy two hours yeah. is painful. The other, the other Absolutely. thing is to possibly convince your captain to give you a bowl. So convince him to give you a bowl, whether you're good or not. It just makes your time go a little bit quicker. Um, but the guide is to make sure that your Friday evening. Is down to a minimal. Um, <laughs> we know that a lot what of. What did go- you do Friday night? Well, I went to the I went to the Bowls Club, the Black Rock Bowls Club. Yeah, nice, and, so and they serve a lovely cold pint there. Oh, yeah, and it's yeah. just whether how far you take that. Luckily, it shuts at nine thirty, but I know <laughs> I know that you know, people push those boundaries. So spring is a real no, nasty time. Mm. Where if it's a nice spring afternoon. Um, I'm looking forward to your stories around spring carnival yeah. for the club cricketer. It, it, it is a tough time. It's amazing how many weddings come up as well. <laughs> fake, fake weddings. I oh, know that Shane Harwood was great at coming oh, up with. He came up with the same excuse every what time. What did he go for? Well, he, he said his grandmother had passed away. She yeah. must have passed away 15 <laughs> times. Um, and you know he'd roll up the training. Step grandmother. Oh, he'd ring up and yeah. say, "Listen, what's happened?" You know, and we just joke at the time, go, "Oh, I bet oh, you his grandma's passed away. We, <laughs> yeah. She was almost Jesus-like. She returned to life that many times." Um, but yeah, that's my guide. Make sure, make sure your Friday afternoon is. Have a curfew. That's probably it. Well, it's better if the the, the pub or the establishment you go to has already got one forced. I like that. Smart 9.30. Get yourself out of there, Duke. I like that as well. The only one bit that I would throw in there as well is make sure you've got a nice pair of bike pants on. Comfortable fitting because the Mm. first day... Yeah, there's a bit of chafe floating around. Yeah, it's contagious. That's a, well. that's yeah. a good call, though. The German soccer oh, player, Chash yeah. Finter. Yep. <laughs> Does he listen to the podcast? Uh, I, I don't know. If I we've... think we're going to check that out. Yeah, we'll Definitely. have to look at our German response. I don't think we've tapped into the German market. I think we've yet. had German listeners. Germany, we're there. Hong Kong, we're there. <laughs> Hong Kong, definitely. Um, and shout out to everyone in the UK. Yeah, we've got we about twenty percent of our listeners. Yeah, we there. We want to tap into the Eastern Bloc countries as well. Yeah, Mate, well, yeah. we're happy to go tour. Yeah. We're happy to take the biology report on tour um, to the Eastern Bloc, open up to cricket, potential T20 leagues. You know, we've got a blueprint. We've got the yep. South African Global League there. doesn't <laughs> cost too much time, doesn't drag out too much. Hey, uh, Hodgie, how good was our first guest, the Duke? We loved having the Duke. Um, 
Uh, marvellous career in Red Bull. Love. Did you see, once the retirement, did you see how many blokes tweeted him and uh, uh, Facebooked yeah. him and all that sort of stuff? Well, That's got to give you a bit of love. Humbling. Johnny. It was. You don't realise. I just used to go, but you know, I'd go about my business, do my work, turn up. You don't realise. You're just like, oh, yeah. I can't wait for the, I can't wait for someone else to retire. Yeah. And someone just says, thank God, knobhead. Yeah. Yes. To put up this idiot for 15 to 20 years, knobhead. That hasn't yeah. happened yet. Yeah. But um, luckily the Duke got thank a better God response. Um, and I played with the Duke, loved playing with him. You love the Duke. And uh, look forward to uh, coming across him in a couple of months' time. No, and as yeah, I said, from that big fellow I saw, you were 17 years of age, the way that you developed your skills, the way you persisted um, is a credit to yourself. But 31 years of age, Duke, look forward to you holding up the cup as the Melbourne Stars oh, Premiership nice, captain Brad. in the Thanks. big bash, Bradley. Yes, well, you know, as I actually tweeted, said, you know, not bad for a blue bagger. You know, come across, <laughs> join the state, That's bring it. your family it's down Black here, Rock. set up. Yeah. He's there. He's yeah. Bayside. I'm down. Uh, and loving down it. There. Well, that's loving the Biology it. Report. Thanks, Duke. Thank Hodgie. Uh, make sure you like us. We're getting some reviews on um, iTunes and SoundCloud, so subscribe. Do all that. It'd be great. And how should we finish off with the little song, or can we bring Michael Bevan back? Right. we got a lot of pos- positives about Bevo taking <laughs> we us we got out. a lot of good feedback. Uh, take us away, Bevo. Take us out, Bevo. You see you when you fall asleep. Never to touch and never to keep Cause you loved her too much and you died too deep